When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Your morning starts now. It's the Q102 Jeff and Jen podcast, brought to you by CVG Airport. Fly healthy through CVG. For more information, go to CVG Airport backslash fly healthy. It was just feeling like a cold day. A fleecy quarter zip. But I would want that. Yeah. Why does 70 degrees in the house when the heat is on feel so much colder than 70 degrees when the air conditioning is on? So it's not just me. No, because I, 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 my house felt very cold to me this morning, and it does not feel cold when it's the air conditioner well, that keeps it at seven. I would have paid money for that. For 70? Yeah. <laughs> 70 is pretty glorious yeah. compared to what you're living with. I know. I know. Krista made the observation. She says, I noticed you've been put doing the 10 and 2 when, when driving recently. I'm like, yeah, because the steering wheel's heated. <laughs> it's the only way I feel warm. That's right. <laughs> Well, it's had a positive impact on your driving, just say. Uh, what do we have? Justin Bieber may have just started a new trend in art. We'll have that story coming up. Also, Netflix is opening a store for real. Uh, and this may become a thing. But first, let's begin the Sour Z News with Britney Spears this morning. Britney has released a trailer for her upcoming book, The Woman in Me. And it's just a text appearing on a screen. And this is what it says. I actually envy the people who know how to make fame work for them. My demeanor was innocent and it wasn't an act. I didn't know what I was doing. It felt like I was living on the edge of a cliff. I don't want it to be real. This is just a dream. If you stood up for me when I couldn't stand up for myself from the bottom of my heart, thank you. No one knows what I really thought until now. So the book comes out a week from tomorrow, and the audio version will be mostly narrated by Michelle Williams, the actress. Wow. Not the Destiny's Child. She's a heavy hitter, that one. She is. Brittany says, quote, reliving everything has been exciting, heart-wrenching, and emotional, to say the least. For those reasons, I will only be reading a small part of my audiobook. Mm. I also think that it was, it's going to be in her favor to not read it herself. I just feel like it's going to be a better a better read book, on it, yeah. A better listen, mm-hmm. yeah. It's good. Who I? It'll be a little bit over. I wonder who the co-writer is. Like I, who I mean, really wrote had, it? Yeah, because I'm. <laughs> I, I I just don't hear Brittany using words like demeanor. Well, she um, teased also that she's going to be doing a second, another one, like a sequel follow to up. this like a follow-up yeah there was so much stuff she couldn't fit it all in one book so this is britney the early years or britney the i guess it's the early stuff because i mean the picture that she has on the front how old do you think she is there about 19 maybe yeah. i guess this is her earlier yeah. things yeah. you can pre-order it so 
This might be one that I listen to, the book on tape. Yeah. Meanwhile, Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey made cameo appearances on the season premiere of SNL over the weekend. Travis was qu- quickly featured in an NFL skit where all of the commentators turned out to be Swifties. Uh, later in the show, before Ice Spice's second song, Taylor did the intro instead of show host Pete Davidson. Once again, Ice Spice. Yeah. SNL, what up? Obviously, they wanted to give respect and not have Taylor walk out as a surprise and upstage Ice Spice in her song. Mm, yeah. I watched it. Did you guys see Pete Davidson? It was cute. He did like a whole parody about uh, where he sang like he was kin, but there was like stuff that was about Pete Davidson. So oh, he had the blonde cool. hair uh-huh. and it was pretty neat. I like it. I got a dvr Oh my God. The weekend update was hilarious was as well. Oh yeah. There's a, there's some inappropriate stuff that they make Colin Joe's do and they just lose it. And it's really funny. Oh, that's funny. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Here's a, here's a bit of the uh, show open from Pete Davidson, which was uh, actually somewhat somber. This week we saw the horrible images and stories from Israel and Gaza. And I know what you're thinking. Who better to comment on it than Pete Davidson? <laughs> well, in a lot of ways, I am a good person to talk about it because when I was seven years old, my dad was killed in a terrorist attack. So I know something about what that's like. I saw so many terrible pictures this week, children suffering, uh, Israeli children and Palestinian children. It took me back to a really horrible place. No one in this world deserves to suffer like that, you know, especially not kids. After my dad died, my mom tried uh, pretty much everything she could do to cheer me up. I remember one day when I was eight, she got me what she thought was a Disney movie, but it was actually the Eddie Murphy stand-up special, Delirious. Oh. <laughs> we played it in the car on the way home, and, and when she heard the things Eddie Murphy was saying, uh, she tried to take it away. Then she noticed something. For the first time in, in a long time, I, I was laughing again. Sometimes... Comedy is really the only way forward through tragedy. You know, my heart is with everyone whose lives have been destroyed this week. But tonight, I'm going to do what I've always done in the face of tragedy, and that's try to be funny. Remember, I said try. (laughs) And live from New York, it's Saturday night. Wow, that's great. That's very cool. Cool. Yeah, it was very well written. Mm -hmm. Yep. All right, well, we got clips from Weekend Update coming up in just a little bit. Plus... Netflix is opening a store. This is the Jeff and Jen Morning Show on Q102. feel confident on your second date with help from the plastic surgery group schedule a consultation at 513-791-4440 or at theplasticsurgerygroup.com i'm bradley trainer and i'm don mcclain we have a podcast called blinded by the item a blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out it's a guessing game and you can play along the item might be like this a-list star carries a birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out 
pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Hey, nights just happened to be her Bible study night, so she oh. wasn't home. Oh. <laughs> yep, and didn't usually get home until about 10, 10.30, so since this yep. started at 9, I was... I was good. Yeah, look at that. Be able to catch it. I know. Yeah, my my first uh, crush passed away yesterday at the age of seventy six. She was Aww. a pretty lady. She would have been seventy seven today. Yeah, Suzanne Summers. Oh, that's sad. I didn't yeah. realize. Famous for the hit TV show Three's Company, which you just heard the theme song to, and remember Step by Step she did with. Uh, oh, oh yeah. Oh yeah. Patrick Duffy. Oh yeah. She that's was right. I forgot about that one. And then the thigh master. That's her, probably what she's most famous for. Yeah, she's very business savvy. Made three hundred million dollars off wow. the thigh master over over the years. She sold like fifteen million of them. I use the thigh master every day of my life. I do fifty in the morning, fifty mid afternoon, and fifty while I'm lying in bed at night. Wow! And I could crack walnuts with my thighs. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I live a good life. And um, 1995 times 10 million. So kind of do the math, you know, and, and we're probably at 15 million now. We had partners 50-50 and they got drunk on money when they all started selling and they, they overspent to the point where they could no longer afford to be in their side of the business. So we bought them out. We have 100%. Yeah. So Did she, she was- invent the thigh master? Uh, I don't know if she sure. invented it, but she... It was her company. Yeah. I I do think that it was her, her idea, and she ended up owning 100% of the company. Well, something else that was really amazing about her... sold for $20. 20 it says it yeah. was invented in Sweden by a medicine intern, something, something, oh, but I guess it? she got on really early. She funded it. Did she fund Yeah. 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 She lived with a really aggressive form of breast cancer for 23 years, and she was a huge advocate for clean eating and healthy eating and really, really contributes her ability to survive so long to cleaning up. Yeah, it was a 32-year battle. It was 32? Wow. 32-year battle. 32, yeah. According to uh, the news report that I have here, This is her talking about going back to her days as an actress. This is her talking about how asking for more money ultimately ended her role on Three's Company. She wasn't, I mean, she wasn't on that long. And she was the big star, wasn't getting paid anywhere near what the actor John Ritter was getting paid. And so she was like, hey, come on. You know, we all know why people are watching. It was year six and my contract is now up. I want you to pay me what you're paying the men. And I say to John and Joyce at the end of the season before, you know, my contract's up. You two have already renegotiated. I'm going to ask for big money and a piece of the back end. And if you two back me up because we have favored nations, we'll all get it. So I'll be the patsy. In the morning when my husband had left for this meeting, he said, you know, this could all blow out of the water. And I said, they're not going to get rid of Chrissy. (laughs) Never think that you're not replaceable. Rule number one. Yeah, but you know what? That was the, the beginning of the end of the show when she left. Yeah, that's true. Did they they put somebody else in there? Who they did, and it wasn't good. They put a couple of people in. They I, did they rotate? I, I, I don't remember the names, but there were. I recall there were. I think two different hmm. actresses. 
that who tried crazy? to replace her that just did not. Yeah, it just didn't work. Fit in. I don't really remember that show. Like, I don't really remember. It was I'm, before your time. I remember my parents, like, watching it, but I don't really remember that much about it. Yeah. The Ropers. The neighbor. Yeah. The that was Ropers. my first crush. Yeah. Well, she's pretty. Lame. Well, not my first crush, but, like, first first celebrity that kind of. That you noticed. Woke me up. <laughs> Said, who? So to speak. Girls. <laughs> right. Exactly. Yep. Oh, maybe they're not so gross. After all. That was not yucky. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. So you remember how Apple introduced the iPhone and made everybody stop wearing watches and then they started selling watches? Yes. All right. Well, Netflix just said, hold my beer, because here's what they're doing. They ran Blockbuster out of business. Now they've announced that they're going to start opening actual brick and mortar stores. The stores are going to offer retail, dining and live entertainment related to Netflix shows and movies. Don't know what kind of merch they're going to sell, but, you know, Hmm. who knows? Stores are going to be called Netflix House, and the first two will open in unannounced cities in 2025. From there, they hope to expand to major cities around the world. So you could, like, maybe eat at the restaurant from Ozark. Yeah. Or, you know. Or get a, a crown sweatshirt. They'll have a bar, like the bar at Vir- in Virgin River. Oh, that's kind of <laughs> cool. Hmm. Maybe. Yeah, that's a really beautiful bar area there where Jack's yeah, where they bar shoot is. That it's movie. really yeah. beautiful. That would be cool. Uh, meanwhile, given that Tom Cruise is one of the biggest action movie stars in history, you'd think there would be all kinds of toys and action figures based on his characters all over the place, right? But if you notice, there aren't any. Why is that? That's true. Well, Tom supposedly has a clause in his movie contracts that say his likeness cannot be used to create merchandise, including toys and video games. In fact, in the Minority Report video game, the main character was given blonde hair, much shorter than Tom's in the movie, in order to avoid any similarity. I'm, I wonder why that is. Hmm. I mean, clearly he doesn't need the money. Right. But I'm sure his fans trust people. Love to have action figures of Ethan Hunt. Oh, yeah. Or Maverick Mm -hmm. or. Oh, Maverick for sure. Countless other characters. Yeah, that's a thing. Hmm. I don't know. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know how how that works. I mean, do you. Can you negotiate a deal that anything with your likeness has to be approved by you before you can use it? Or do they kind of get. I'm sure you could. I'm sure he could. Yeah. And they're relatively easy to make. I mean, we could have ones made of ourselves if we wanted to. Maybe that's something we should do. You know, we keep getting asked, what are we going to do for the holidays? Let's have our action figures (laughs) made. We sell them and the proceeds go to charity. Here you go. We have our own Barbies. That would be fun. Or your own little bobbleheads or something. You could, play, you could go home and play Jeff and Jem morning show <laughs> with the Barbies. So with little microphones. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And Accessories headphones. sold separately. Right. <laughs> they were available a couple holidays ago. I know you could pick them up at uh, Maury's Tiny Cove was selling them. So yeah. it was the Anderson Ferry and Bus 11. Metro Bus 11 was selling them. Really? So there. <laughs> Why not? Yeah. All right. Madonna finally opened her Celebration World Tour in London on Saturday. So she admitted it's been a crazy year and said, I don't didn't think I was going to make it, neither did my doctors. That's why I woke up with all of my children sitting around me. 
She said, I forgot five days of my life or my death. I don't really know where I was. Wow. Yeah. If you want to know my secret and you want to know how I pulled through and how I survive, I thought I've got to be there for my children. I have to survive for them. So she's on tour. Does that mean, what did they do with all the tickets for the Amer- U.S. dates? I think they just they refund put you them on or hold. they just put them on hold. Yeah, usually, I think they just put you on hold. Hmm. hmm. So I guess we'll get some new dates for all of those. I'll tell you, she was one of my biggest disappointments as far as concerts were concerned. I like had waited my whole life to go and see her and we got tickets and we paid a lot of money for these tickets. And she was like really, 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 really late. Like the show was supposed to start at like eight. They brought a DJ out to play for 45 minutes and then they just didn't do anything. She didn't even come out till like 11. Wow. And by then we were just like exhausted, tired. That's ridiculous. They stopped serving the concessions because they have like a clause that they're not allowed to serve past a certain time. And then she just kind of like rolled around on the floor and was like drunk. And wow. Yeah, it was very disappointing uh. to the point where I was like, I don't know if I would ever go see her again. Wow. Meanwhile, Paul McCartney kind of confirmed what many of us have assumed that Yoko Ono's presence at the Beatles recording sessions was pretty disruptive. He says that when John Lennon got together with Yoko, the band was put in this position where they just kind of had to deal with her being around all the time. He said the idea was that if John wanted this to happen, then it should happen. And there was no reason why not. Anything that, that disturbs us is disturbing. Mm-hmm. It, it was an interference in the workplace. Uh, so not being very confrontational, we just bottled it up and got on with it. This was towards the end of their career when they were working on Let It Be. <laughs> How old were all of them when the when they split up? I mean, were they still in their twenties or they, were they well into their thirties? I mean, what was the what was the wisdom level of the Beatles? Like, what was their ability to communicate with each other? What was that like? This How big were the ego egos at that point? John Lennon and Ringo Starr were twenty nine when they broke up in okay. nineteen seventy. George Harrison and McCartney were twenty seven. See, they were still pretty, huh. pretty young. Uh, Yoko responded with (laughs) (laughs) Yeah I could see how that would be disruptive If that's going on in the background When you're trying to record Let It Be Well I don't know that that was going on But (laughs) That's that's, uh, Yoko's Contribution. Yeah. That's her expressing herself. Yeah. That's her art right yeah. there. Oh. Uh, what else? Justin what else? Bieber. Oh, speaking of art. Yeah. Yeah. He it might be starting a new trend. And this could be the perfect gift you're looking for to give a loved one this holiday season. It's a personalized gift. He commissioned an art piece for Haley based on a text message she sent him while she was away. The text says, I miss you. Miss your smile. Miss your laugh. Miss your hugs, miss your kisses, miss your jokes, miss making love, miss being in your arms with a crying face emoji. Aww. So the piece is in the shape of a text bubble. It's made of acrylic and resin and on a three foot by three foot wood surface. It costs Justin five grand. 
According to a source, Justin got it to surprise Haley last week when she returned from Paris Fashion Week. It's kind of cool. That is pretty cool. Oh, kind of neat. I want to see it. Here you yeah. go. What it looks like. I just pulled it up. Oh, there you uh, go. TMZ has sad. a picture of, of the art. Sweet. That would be nice to put like, you know, in your, um, like a rec room or like if you have some area there where you can just put something up on the wall. Mm-hmm. Hmm. That's kind of cool. Cute. Did they play, did they, like, I know they played Casey Kasem's American Top 40 on Q102 a million years ago. Did yeah. they ever play, like, the Rick D's Top 40 Countdown? I mm-hmm. bet they did. Where you guys Rick grew up? Because yep. usually, <laughs> right. one yes. or the other, because they didn't want the other radio stations to get it. So if That's they right. could, yeah, if they could have it's it. It's Rick D's. Yep. Well, some music ah. history was made today. It was on this day in 1976. Rick D's novelty song, oh Disco Duck. Oh, God. Beat out some heavy hitters to go to number one on the Billboard charts. That's that's just messed up. What, what was the state of the world that would make that song <laughs> number one? Yeah, and he wasn't even working in L.A. at that point. I think he was working in Memphis at some radio station in Memphis, Tennessee. And believe it or not, the radio station he worked for didn't like the idea of him having the song or the success. This is him telling the story on Good Day L.A. You record Disco Duck. It becomes the number one song, sells millions of copies. Your radio station? They wouldn't play it. I knew that they wouldn't play it, so I just mentioned Chicago is number one, Paul McCartney is number two. Next week, they tell me that we're going to be number one, and everybody said, well, what are you talking about? I said, well, I recorded a song called Disco Duck. I mentioned that I was going to come out to Hollywood and perform it for the first time, and they fired me. (gasps) And then the guy who wore the duck suit sued me, saying that I caused him emotional distress. The duck? Yeah, I had to pay him $5,000. So I'm penniless. I don't have a job. And finally, they called from Los Angeles and said, why don't you come and join? That's what we do. Yeah. That's funny. I guess the song had the opportunity to be on the Saturday Night Fever soundtrack. But Rick D's manager wouldn't let them use it because he thought the soundtrack would compete with the sale of Rick's single. Oh, my God. And then, of course, the soundtrack ended up selling 40 million copies. Yeah. Oh, wow. His one and done. (laughs) Anyway. That's funny. Yeah. All right. Drake's son has officially joined the family business. Six-year-old Adonis just dropped his first track. It's called My Man Freestyle. And it's cute. He's credited as a writer along with Lil Esso, who also produced. Lyrics include, don't talk to my man like that. I like it when you like it. My, 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 my man. My, 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 my man. And I was waiting for this moment to arrive. I was driving in the car and I smashed my car. I was playing on my iPad and I broke my iPad. I'm going to my house seeing my dad. I'm saying hi to my dad and I have to go change. I'm playing basketball. So there you go. The video is on YouTube. All right. <laughs> and that is your latest D News. We'll have more for you coming up after 7 o'clock. In the meantime, straight ahead, we got... Three headlines for you. Two of those headlines are fake. One headline is real. If you guess the real headline, we're going to set you up with a four-pack of tickets to Ringling Brothers and Barnum and & Bailey Circus as they present the greatest show on earth. Uh, that runs October 27th through the 29th at the Heritage Bank Center. And that's straight. Thanks for listening to the Q102 Jeff and Jen Morning Show Podcast, brought to you by CVG Airport. Fly healthy through CVG. For more information, go to CVG Airport backslash fly healthy.